Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren, and to strangers which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou bring forth on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well. Third John chapter 1, verses 4 through 6. I'm afraid that many might have a wrong conception of true ministry. Of course, this is no new thing. Jesus had to address it himself continually. The Pharisees wanted to be celebrities. They wanted to be served, adored, and worshipped. In actuality, it goes back further than even them. Because you see that Lucifer himself was a worship leader in heaven when he began to desire accolade, self-service, and attention. Jesus, however, came to teach us by his example that to be a true minister of the gospel, we must be servants, not lords. For we have one Lord, and we are not he. In fact, it is only the enemy that desires to steal glory from the true king. The Antichrist, which is Lucifer, working through a human form, according to scripture, will set himself up in the house of God, wanting to be worshipped as God. In other words, the Antichrist will do on earth what Lucifer did in heaven, because that the same spirit that did it will inhabit that man. Yet Paul warns us that many Antichrists have already gone out into the world. Yes, that spirit is already here as Satan fell like lightning. He prowls even now, seeking whom he may devour. Therefore I warn you, even as Christ and Paul and all of the early apostles did, that the hour is late and the time of the manifestations of the Son of God draws near. So will the enemy of the true saints of God fight and tempt and flatter, speaking lies and great deceptions into the elect's ear. So don't be bought by the promises of worldly gain, the deceitfulness of riches, busyness, attention, and fame. Or as Jesus warned us, it will steal your fruitfulness away. Many today think that the big stage is the measure of success, but the Pharisees had this and were condemned by the words of Jesus. While Jesus, Paul, and the apostles had a handful of disciples, mass evangelism does have its place, but if people get saved and there is no one left to tend to them, then it is the equivalent of spiritual abortion. There must be spiritual fathers and mothers who will nurture the babes, in Christ, not lord over them, not make them their personal fans or servants, but parent them, teach them, encourage and correct them. This is of the utmost importance and is a task of great reverence and reward in the kingdom of heaven. 
Paul in his day would preach in a city for several years until a church was established and disciples were raised up under him that he could then leave in leadership to tend to those who would continue to come in to the kingdom. Then he would move on to a new territory while continuing to check back in on them. Oh Lord, help us to be servants like Peter, Paul, and Jesus, not celebrity wannabes like the Pharisees. Let us work willingly in the unseen to see that others are discipled and made available to stand strong in the work of the kingdom themselves like good mothers and fathers do to their own children. Let us never seek stages or attention, but rather walk in humble obedience and submission to the leading of the Holy Spirit and service of the kingdom and those that need to be brought into it. Let us direct others to the narrow path of righteousness, then help them learn to walk on it, to pick them up as they stumble, to feed, strengthen, have patience with, and eventually position them in their purposes, not lording over them, but teaching and leading them in humble, selfless, sacrificial discipleship. This is true ministry, servanthood, destiny at its finest, fulfillment, to affect not only you, but the generations after you, with a demonstration of the truth that you are claiming to believe and asking them to receive. You see, despite what you have seen or heard or been told, ministry is not for your glory. It's for his his purpose, and the saving of the souls of men, and the bringing of them into a new family as kings and priests of an eternal kingdom. As Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Therefore, demonstrate the elements of his life. Demonstrate humility, servanthood, and selfless sacrifice. Luke chapter 22, verse 25 says this, And he, Jesus, said unto them, those that followed him, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them that are under them, and they that exercise authority upon them are called their benefactors, but ye shall not be so, but rather he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he that is chief as he that doth serve. For who is greater, he that sitteth at meat, or he that serveth? Is not he that sitteth at meat greater? But yet I am among you as the one who is serving. I love the way this passage reads in the book of Luke because he says, Whoever is greatest among you, let him be as the younger. There's no twisting what this is saying. Because in the cultures, people looked down on the younger. The younger served the elder. They did the harder work. They gave honor to others. They were like dear children. This is why Jesus said, if you don't come to me as a little child, you won't enter into the kingdom, selfless, humble, submitted, sacrificial obedience. Let those who are greatest among you be as though they were the younger, not be treated like the elder, not be treated like royalty or celebrities. Oh, it's not wrong to have reverence for your leaders, my friend, but understand that a leader cannot demand reverence or respect that's not how you get it 
That's how you oppress. We choose to reverence those we love, those who are like true mothers and fathers that sacrificially serve, that give of themselves to tend and to teach that their children might be made to reach higher levels than they themselves ever did, could, or could dream. So I ask you this, my friend, in your form of ministry, are you preparing to build yourself a kingdom? Are you walking on others to get as high as you can? Or are you bowing down to lift them up so that they can? Because mothers and fathers give up what they wanted so that their children can walk in greatness. True ministers, true leadership, true discipleship will demonstrate this. Matthew chapter 20 verse 25 gives the same account in a different light. It says, But Jesus called unto them and said, You know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them that are under them, and that they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you. But whosoever shall be great among you, let him be your minister. The word minister literally means servant. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Remember that we were called not to make fans or followers, but to make disciples. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, we were given the commission that says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, know that I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. Amen. The words of Jesus, he calls us to make disciples of men. That means we teach them as spiritual children the way fathers and mothers would. We are sacrificial leaders giving of ourself to help grow and position them. John understood this in 3 John chapter 1 verse 4 when he spoke to his disciples. He said, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to the stranger, which have borne witness of thy charity before the churches, whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well. Not only had he been faithful to emulate Jesus' teaching methods because that he himself had been discipled by him, but he raised up disciples under him, being a good spiritual father to his spiritual children, and then instructs them in this passage that if they will do the same and bring others up, bring them forward on their journey after a godly sort, then they shall do well. Let us understand that this is the truest, purest, and oldest form of ministry untainted by the ambitions of men. I'm not against mass evangelism, but when babies are born into the kingdom, are you leading them or leaving them? Jesus told Peter, If you love me, feed them, tend to them. Don't abandon my little lambs. So the question is this, my friend, are you ready to answer Jesus' call to ministry? Not to be a celebrity, 
but to be a servant to many, to raise up sons and daughters, to strengthen and help position them in their ministry, to labor, to teach, to help them to increase and grow, then to step back and let them shine when their time arises and not try to steal the limelight from everyone around you. Oh Lord, help us not to be like the world. So many idolizing idols and actors. Do you know what the word for actor was in the time of Jesus? It was hypocrite. That's what Jesus meant when he told the Pharisees that they were hypocrites, that they sounded the alarm before them, wanting the attention, appraise, and accolades of men that they were hypocrites, they were no different than the celebrities and actors that were around them. They weren't true ministers, they weren't mothers and fathers, they weren't servants of his kingdom. Oh Jesus, forgive us, teach us, and lead us so we can lead them like you did. I've heard it said that our ceiling will be our children's floor, whether that be physical children or spiritual, it's important to make it as firm and strong and high a foundation as possible, that they might attain greater things than we ever thought possible. I think that setting our focus and heart on this will help us to walk in righteousness. Because it is when we set our hearts on building the kingdoms of men and we begin to look inward that we start to sin because sin is selfish by nature but when we look to bring others forth we will produce good fruit and start walking in the character will and righteousness of the lord and it is in those moments that we will grow we will be stronger we will look farther we will seek harder we will pray more we will fast more we will read the word more we will search more we will do more for our children than we would ever be willing to do for ourselves And what we bring forth will go farther than anything we could have done in our temporary lifetimes. And you will receive reward not only for your work in the Lord, but for that which comes from those which you helped to bring forth. This, my friend, is the essence in putting God's talents to use with interest. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.